They say we sick with it, you better wear a mask They say we're moving towards the top, but we work like we're trash I mean these conversations happening, you shouldn't have asked We're the winners of the future, not the slave to the past You said we never ever make it, and I'm saying you lied Tune in every Monday, press play, share, and subscribe Your invoice has been processed, bring me my money, don't hide Don't play with me, I'm kingdom and I'm outside. Hey Tweety, what are you drinking over there? How's it with? all right guys so you caught us we are drinking our favorite coffee and that is hustle blends coffee hustle blends coffee is curated for visionaries um high performing people executors all of the above and we want to share this coffee with you so we have recently launched our coffee in a cold brew that's right packaged up just for you it can be delivered to your door anytime you want it to be delivered so while you're working on building that billion dollar plan and you're already getting your services from renown.tech go ahead and throw back a shot of coffee that is hustle blends shop hustle blends at www.hustleblends with a z Dot com coffee and Jesus all day, baby. Oh, I love that. Oh, look at you just sliding in real smooth, you know, freestyling straight up from the top of the dome. Man, look, where do we start? I am like the okayest okay. Um, y'all, it's you know, we we have a problem today that we don't usually have, mm. and that is that we have a very, very heavy. Heavy news week. Yes. I believe that this has been one of the one for the books. This is definitely gonna be one one it's gonna be a year that is gonna be written about in the next fifteen to twenty years and it's gonna be remembered for the rest of time. Mm. And not because of just what's going on with the protests and COVID, but just the 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 harshness of the reality of what's happening. And I think how, how it's changing people, I think, is the most important thing. Just the way things are changing people. And maybe it's not changing people. Maybe it's actually just exposing what was always in us. Um, but it's it's a really hard time to even just, you know, take a break from reality and get on social media. Because social media is actually what you want to take the break from. Um, because there's so much. And so... Um, the, I, to be honest, I didn't even, it's so much going on. I barely wanted to record the podcast today, but I realized that we have to, um, just talk, you know, and we not, you know, what's that one song? Can't tell you nothing. You ain't already heard. Right. Like we can't tell you nothing you haven't already heard. Um, but you know, our job is to facilitate, um, the hope. Um, to help us have conversations, which I think people aren't having a lot of conversations. People are doing a lot of like mudslinging and I'm like, I'm right. You wrong. I'm right. You're wrong. Like we're not hearing differences of opinions and then we're not taking it a step further to say, Hmm, what can my difference opinion do, uh, have to do with your difference of opinion? And what do we do with our opinions? What's the next step after that? Because what do we do after we just post on Facebook? Does that validate that we um, took a stand? Does that does that change anything? So um, we're not here to aid in frustration. If you are frustrated, that is your business after hearing this. But we really just want to um, just plant the seed for conversations um, that are effective and productive to happen. 
I believe it's important that we all understand that we do have a voice. We do have a sound. Mm-hmm. We do have a mind to uh, have difference of a, a difference of opinion without uh, being ridiculed, without being judged, or right. without being overlooked. Right. Especially as believers, we do. We should be making a sound. True. That I do agree with one thing: silence should not be happening in this season. This is a season of conversation. Mm-hmm. Let's have those open conversations. How do I, how does our church help the community? Yeah. How do we aid one another when there is police brutality, when there is these different things that are going on? Right. Don't get it wrong that, uh, you know, the church doesn't care about police brutality. The church only cares about itself. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm here to talk about that misnomer that people may have on the church being silent. I think the church is loud as ever that we are here. Yeah. That we sure. we don't mind peaceful protests. Mm-hmm. We don't mind speaking up for what God has given us in freedom mm-hmm. as human beings mm-hmm. to not be killed and murdered in the streets. Mm-hmm. That is not what um, is challenging my thoughts right now. What's challenging my thoughts is the acceptance of vandalism, the acceptance of uh, a body robbery. for a body. Right. A yeah. body, a life for a life, yes. a body for a body. Yes. That. Um, it, 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 um, I don't want to say angers my soul, but it, it just creates a grieving, a a deeper grieving, um, process within what is already taking place Mm -hmm. that we can't come together and really rally for one another in a one common cause, but instead we'd rather fight and loot and do all these things in the name of, and it's not true, it's not in the name of George Floyd, it's not in the name of Trayvon Martin. When you are stealing and robbing from an establishment, it's in the name of you. Mm -hmm. And so I think in this season, I just want to elaborate a little further that we are all in this together. Yeah. Whether you're listening right now and you're black, Caucasian, Mexican, Asian, we're all in this together. And especially as believers, that's we should be the most um, united front. Right. But it seems like we are weakened in this hour because people are choosing what to say, when to say it, right. or even being told what to say right. and when to say it. Right. And that's not fair either. Right, right, right. I believe we have a voice <sighs> and it should be a sound uh, a one sound. It should be one march, one beat. I think one thing I want to just go ahead and lead with is saying that if you are a believer, do I, I think this is the time. Yes, Tweety, everything you said, you know, that the church um, is rising up in this moment. And this is a moment for unity. And this is a moment for, for speaking up and saying what thus said the Lord. And not but, but and. Um be prepared for what comes with that too. Like, you know, I think that's, that's what I'm trying yeah. to get at. You know, like that, that's why there is much silence. That's why there is much picking and choosing of words because there is nobody wants to be, um, ostracized. Nobody, yeah, wants, nobody to wants to be, be that person. Right. And there are people like these people, whoever the, the, uh, the coalition the is, that be. the powers that be that is black Twitter. Now nah, I'm just like, I don't know who it <laughs> is, but I mean, they canceling everybody. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that in our business topic today. Um, protecting the brand. Um, uh, someone who is a very heavy social media influencer, her name is B Simone, um, tweeted something saying, um, 
I stand for Jesus. Um, I'm a Christian. Um, I don't want to be a angry black woman. I want to do what God told me to do. I'm trying to live godly. Okay. And so I'm paraphrasing that, but in like in short, in a nutshell, that is pretty much what it said. I didn't. I did not fabricate that. I did not embellish that. Homegirl said it pretty much just like that. And so I saw it, and I was like, "Wow, that's that, that's pretty straightforward." You know, um, seeing as how so many people won't say Christian. So many people say God, but they won't say who, Mm -hmm. or they'll say a higher power, or they say, um, you know, uh, the, the, whatever they say, you know, but she said this and her goons, not her goons, but I know I see. Okay. And this is where I'm getting at. All of these were not her haters. These are people that bought her book. You know, these are people that bought her lip gloss. These are people that subscribe to her YouTube channel and follow her. But they were so angered by that, whatever they found in that to be angry about. And I do believe it was the angry black woman comment. Um, they they just canceled her and said, you know, and then people took the opportunity to to sit up there and drag her and talk about like, oh, this is y'all. This is the one y'all looking up to. How is she a Christian and she do this and she cuss and she act like this and how she do this and she shows her body on Instagram or she's mm. this and she's that. And they were just pretty much dragging her. But like beforehand, like she could have said God all day, you know, when she was saying Christian. Jesus and this and that it was it was taken a different way and people felt a whole different way and they've proceeded to cancel her and so Tweety and I were talking a little bit about um this that what that pretty much did for her um by making that very bold proclamation is that at this moment her team her brand and her have to decide which one you gonna back up <laughs> you know are you right. gonna back up what you what got you that million dollars or are you gonna back up what god is telling you to do i believe that you call a spade a spade and you call a thing a thing and the people of social media are very good at one thing observing mm-hmm. yep taking notes yeah knowing what you stand for and what you don't stand for knowing what color your socks are right yep. if kirk franklin got up and posted that on instagram do you think he would get as much flat no why well, no, I feel like if he were to say it in the context of similar to how she said, I don't want to be an angry black man, I stand for Jesus, he he would have got attacked too. I don't think people are as mad about her saying, I am a Christian, as they are mad about her saying, I don't want to just be this stereotype, I want to do more. That People are misreading that entirely, and they're not going to come back from it. This is this is why I say I don't believe it would be as a shock if this came from a a, a somebody in the Christian world mm-hmm. saying something like this. It's like that's how that's how y'all supposed to think, you know. That's how you guys are geared. That that's the perception that may be seen. Mm, okay, is that you guys already are wired to be a certain way? That when you are facing adversity, you're taught to face it with love. Mm-hmm. When your savior is being hung on the cross, you're not told to fight. Mm-hmm. So the perception could be that you claim to be one of these people, but your lifestyle speaks another thing. Mm-hmm. So why are you being hypocritical and choosing this moment to talk about angriness of black women on top of your faith? Mm. So it's truly a battle within her that was already bubbling. And me and you talked about this in private about right. spiritual warfare. Right. That I was seeing that in her 
with I want to proclaim something, mm. but I'm on both sides. Wow. So this is a moment where you get to choose which side am I going to stand on? Huh. Who am I going to believe on? And yes, she chose the right side to stand on, but that's what comes with the territory. Yeah. You won't be loved. Yeah. You won't be liked for yeah. speaking out and saying, you know, I'm a Christian before I'm black. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nobody want to nobody want to hear that. Mm-hmm. And the the truth of the matter is these are hard topics to talk about, especially to people who can't comprehend mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Right. They don't know the word of God the way you may know the word of God the, mm-hmm. or the way she's maybe even has been brought up mm-hmm. in the faith. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't deterred away from that. And she still knows what to stand on in this season. Mm-hmm. So her wow. saying, I'm standing on the word of God. Even though I am going through all this turmoil in my personal life, right. should not be something we shame as Christians also. Right. It should right. be something that we applaud and say, you know what, sis, congratulations, keep yes. going. You, yeah. you are bringing our voice yeah. into the forefront yeah. of making sure that people know that we are not against what just happened. Like, I am not, ag- I am not co-siding with that police officer or the police officers that are there yeah exactly th- that were there during this crime that yeah, was committed, i am this not murder. any less angry or any less disappointed right than anyone else that that could have been my husband my father my uncle my cousin it could have been anybody else but my response is not going to be in violence my yeah. response is not going to be in uh, belittling and tearing down somebody else and i don't know all white people mm-hmm I don't know all Mexicans. I don't know all cops. I don't know all, you know, people who are bad. But what I do know is that I have a control over my mouth and what I do say and what Mm -hmm. I don't say. So don't say I'm being silenced because I didn't post what you posted. But Mm -hmm. I chose to post what I believe in. Mm -hmm. I chose to post my opinion. And, and, you know, I made a post on Facebook and I said that I still believe in Jesus. I still believe that this is a moment that whether we want to admit it or not, it was going to happen. Based off of the kind of world we live in. A a world of sin, a world of evil. So we can't um, abandon our faith and pick up a knife. Or pick up, and in no way is that synonymous. I want to because I feel like people tend to misconstrue what Christians are saying when they say like this is a a battle of not flesh and blood, but principalities and sin. Like people tend to hear that as you think it's okay. Nobody thinks this is okay. I think people are are is so heavy because it happens back to back. There are cases. There are people's names we don't know. That didn't even get a chance to make it to a hashtag. We don't even know who they are and this has happened to. And so the anger and the frustration comes from when will this stop? When will when will lives stop being taken? Um, there is also a case. Um, we are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area of a man whose um, life was taken in front of the store that he was protecting during um, one of the riots or the... Um, I mean, it, it started off as a protest, but whomever, uh, like, sectioned themselves off um, and killed this man. And so it's it's a lot. Um, so my question to business owners right now is, how are you protecting the brand? Do you feel like you have to make a statement or do you feel like you have to, like, say something and be visible, you know, um, so that people know and people can stay your customer. Do you feel like that? Or do you feel like in, in this moment? Also, I had a question. So let's go back to B. Simone real quick. And she has up until this point. Um, I mean, she's 
like if you get her talking about God, she'll go there, you know, based on what, what she's experienced and her own understanding. But like, let's say this is this was the turning point for her. Like, let's look at how people did Kanye. It's like, man, you have like whole blasphemous albums, mm-hmm. whole proclaiming whole yourself to be bodies God. of work, right? That like. You know, Kanye was kind of like, shoot, it happened, you know, but you at this point said, no, Jesus is king. Why is it impossible or seen as impossible that other people would do the same thing? And also, if you are one of those people and you are in the position of being an influencer or a business owner or whatever the case is, you understand that at that point, your client profile changes. So you go from having someone who, oh, I'm the single chick and baby girl and all this other stuff to like, oh, she, oh, wait, what? We, what, what are we doing? Like, who am I looking up to now? Do you think it's possible that those same clients can still be her, her, her ideal customer? Or is she in, in, you know, possibly going to endure a shift, a change in people who follow her? I believe that everybody, um, God has the right the sovereign right to change the heart of anybody Mm -hmm. and it's not anybody's uh, place to say who can be changed and who can't Mm -hmm. that's why you're not God Um, and if it was up to a lot of people a lot of people wouldn't change from their sin because their sin is what entices people to watch them Mm -hmm. it's what makes them great because when you hear people they're like I like old Kanye Mm -hmm. you know I miss miss old Kanye because of X Y and Z and I believe the same thing with B. Simone is that I don't know if this was the declaration. This could have been a oops. Oh, that came out of my mouth. I'm sorry. I'm running away. Mm. Sorry, guys. I'm back in the group. I'm, I'm back. Can y'all let Take me, me back? Take me back. <laughs> it could be one of those things. And one thing I don't like to do is assume that I know somebody yeah. who I, who's out in social media. Mm. I don't know her. I've never met her. I've never had a conversation. So I never want to speak in the terms of what other people said or what gossip sites or gossip mm. sites said about her um it's, but- it's crazy the deception of the enemy though because it's very possible that someone in their mind and in their own eyes thinks that they this whole time were following christ you know while still kind of being lukewarm and everything but so long as they occasionally proclaimed christ you know, the deception that the enemy will have you think is like you, you, you're not doing the wrong thing. I you think know? in her particular case, I can, I can, I can lean more towards the side of she knows. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we give people enough rope to you don't know, mm-hmm. but I believe that God puts a measure of faith in each man mm-hmm. to know of him, to be introduced to mm-hmm. him, whether they're in the bushes Mm-hmm. And they look up and there's stars everywhere mm-hmm. or whether they are here in the United States of America where we have freedom of speech, where other countries can't protest. Yeah. Other countries can't go out and loot and yeah. live. Yeah. You yeah. can't just go and walk, the cops just look at you. Right. You know, we were um, I was researching some more on just this topic. And, you know, I, I saw that the CNN um, host was saying that we have two pandemics going on. Mm-hmm. We have racism and uh, Don Lemon, that was his name. Um, we have racism and then we have COVID. And you're almost torn in, in between the two. Mm-hmm. Which one are you going to ride with? Mm-hmm. Because in the midst of the riding, you're still exposing yourself to a disease. Mm-hmm. In the midst of uh, fighting for racism, there's still not going to be changed because you have to put those in law. Mm-hmm. 
Like, and in the midst of looking for revenge, you're not going to get a life back. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to fight back? You have to Mm -hmm. be strategic. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's what separates things that were happening in the sixties and things that are happening now. There was actual strategy. There was a leader in place right now. I don't know who's who. I don't know what's what. I don't know if it's a protest. I don't know if it's a riot. It's T.I. Um, (laughs) It's T.I. our Al Sharpton. Guys, it's a serious question. Don't laugh. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Like, if T.I. is our Al Sharpton, just email us just so we can know and we can talk. I hope not. And (laughs) it's not that T.I. is not an intellectual young man or brother. Um, T.I., uh, I think he has served the black community in his own way. In his own in way, Atlanta, for sure. For sure. Um, in assisting people to get up off their feet, giving them jobs. Um, I'm in no way discrediting him for what he has done for the community. Absolutely. What I will say is that's not... Killer Mike. <laughs> I'm Who? adding people on there. <laughs> I'm adding yeah, people. I'm adding people. See, she was talking so we're nice about Tia. We're making light of the topic, right, so right, that we're right. not just over here and you're crying. And you're like, oh my gosh, y'all. Not another me. one, right? Yeah. We're just saying that at the end of the day, I think the perfect representative for these two pandemics is not a human being who lives on Earth. Mm. The perfect solution the perfect leader, the perfect candidate for the solution for what we are facing in as far as these two pandemics is Jesus. Mm. I mean, we exhibited some, you know, Martin Luther King mm. and how he peacefully protested and, and, and they were beat. They mm. were arrested. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see um, um, different uh, civil rights uh, leaders who learned that when you go the violence way, violence will come back at you. Yeah. And there is retaliation for all the things that are currently happening. I want y'all to know people. Mm-hmm. I, I want y'all to know that this is not going unnoticed. Mm-hmm. What we are currently exhibiting, this life for life, is not going unnoticed. And it's only it's only making the, 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 the temperature rise even higher. Right. And I think the way out is to have the mindset of what we have seen in the past that his that history does repeat itself mm-hmm. and i choose to be on the side of history that stood with peace that mm-hmm. stood in love that did lock my arms with my white brother with my uh, hispanic brother with mm-hmm. my asian brother and still stood for christ and walked it out if we could do that you're gonna find me in the street mm-hmm. you're gonna find me marching you're fine oh, thank you i like when you talk like you're gonna me. find me marching with, <laughs> with a purpose and i, I believe that right now we're not exhibiting a lot of that mm-hmm. because there is no direction. There is no, we're just walking. Where we're walking to. Mm-hmm. You know, we watched the movie the other day, Million, um, Million uh, Man oh, get, It's called Get on the Bus. Right, with Spike Lee mm-hmm. and how they, um, after Martin Luther King died, they, they decide they're going to do a Million Man March mm-hmm. to Washington, D.C., correct? Um, so they were, the entire premise of the movie is that they are on this bus. It's men of all, it's black men of all walks of life. And so they normally feel like, like the only thing they had in common was being black. And so on their way to the Million Man March, there were conversations being had about their differences. And, and why are you on here? And why am I on here? And who are you and who you think you are? And pretty much the whole um, purpose of the Million Man March was to join millions of men of color um to stand for something why men man if we could get these men together (laughs) now um i think that there is not a lot of there's a lot of um 
there's a, I don't know how to sum it up in like a simple phrase, but I don't know how much we've built up and nurtured our men. Like, I think that, you know, we tend to say we need men. Every child needs a father. You know, people shouldn't have to raise kids by themselves, yada, yada, yada. But I think that we just, we don't nurture our men. I believe that. And it starts with the man as the head of the household. Absolutely. When you have structure, Mm -hmm. when you have examples, when you have true leadership, there's a sense of direction mm. in where we're going. Not saying that we don't have plenty. We have plenty of men right now protesting, mm-hmm. speaking out. But the change that we need to exhibit has to be a lot more strategic than what we are seeing. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for somebody to say, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. I'm not looting. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not causing, uh, I'm not looting, I'm not causing uh, trouble but I know that I have to walk Mm -hmm. if we have one of those please email Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. I want to be a part of that Mm -hmm. I want to peacefully um, speak out on the things that are going on right but still stand on what I believe my moral compass Mm -hmm. my belief system in Jesus Christ I still want to stand on that Mm -hmm. I still want to hold up a sign that says Jesus is still the answer yes yes that's something I can wholeheartedly back up I don't want I don't want to get stoned for having that sign up. You know, I don't want to be uh, ridiculed for still standing on that, but still being beside you and saying that we are in this together. You don't mm-hmm. got to loot that. You don't got to loot that restaurant yeah. to feel better about yourself. Yeah. You don't even ride a skateboard and you're still on a skateboard. It just don't even, <laughs> it don't even make no sense yeah. what they're doing. Stealing a bunch of left shoes. Why right. are you stealing left shoes? You're buying, a, <laughs> you're stealing Apple computers that are locked. I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is that we, we, we're in this together. I want us to move to the next topic because I believe that in this season, we still have to be the light. Yeah. We yet still have to show people that, you know what, there is a tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That weeping may endure during the night, but joy comes in the morning. Amen. So our joy has to come in the morning, that there is hope, mm-hmm. that we can't be hopeless. We can't mope around all day. We can't. All this that has happened has been terrible. Yeah. And guess what? Today, somebody else died. Another person has, somewhere in this world, somebody else has uh, uh, faced uh, the same kind of treatment. Mm -hmm. And that's not to take away from what's happening because we are yet still mourning that. Right. But is stealing from somebody mourning? Is robbing somebody mourning? Mm. Is burning buildings mourning? Mm. Is causing... um, Violence and taking away another life morning. Mm. And how is any of that going to bring back the life of uh, Mr. Lloyd? Floyd. Floyd, sorry. Um, I, I get it. I agree with you. Um, it's a lot of heavy hearts out there. So we are going to transition to something just a little bit lighter. Just a little bit. Um because Tweety and I laugh about this, but we also need to <laughs> be called to the carpet on it because I'd feel like something something is a little wrong with the way we address it. And it is, is Karen a slur? <laughs> Calling people, women, Karens. If you are not up to date on um, the social media um, calling out of um, specifically white women, they, we are called, they, we, we, they, 
us, them, <laughs> are calling um, white women who um, pretty much like call the police on you for your dog peeing in your own front yard. Um, Karens, you know, may I talk to your manager? Um, I see, you know, who are you? Um, you know, pretty much that kind of thing. And so Twitty have had, Twitty and I have laughed a bit about this. It's almost like, it's like, um, it's kind of like that, that dark relief. I don't know in the way, um, (laughs) you know, that dark comic relief of like, (laughs) this is something we can laugh at in amidst all of this. But, um, we also recognize the responsibility we play in reducing someone to a stereotype because as much as there are Karens out there, I don't want to be called a Felicia every time I get mad and I start rolling my neck. So mm. the Karen subject. It's the- okay. Um, <laughs> all the Karens from the back to the front, get up, stand up, raise your hands from side to side. Oh my anyway, God. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Hey, look, Karen, can you not do dear, that? It's my monologue. Okay. Dear Karen, we, as a people, black, non-black, and some of your other Karens, <laughs> are asking you to please, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know, I know you want to say something. Hold on. Please take a joke. Mm. Ain't nobody is calling out. No. Oh, at least for me. Let me say, okay. If I, I call you Karen. If I call you Karen. I don't really mean it, but I still think it's funny. If I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I think it's one of those, like, who who started that? That's <laughs> Because I know some Karens. Yeah, we all know some Karens. Who are not white. There are Karens everywhere. Like, yeah. Karen is just a Karen. Yeah, true. They exist. True. And I should, actually, I, there's a video. I wish I, I wish y'all could see this video. <laughs> But this one's my favorite Karen in the world. And so, let me, let me paint the scene for y'all, okay? So, and this is not one of those bad Karens. This is a good Karen. There's all there's a good and bad Karen. But Maybe I haven't seen this. We'll get into this. They have, there's good Karens also. There's they have good, they have yeah, good yeah, Karen? Yeah. No, they call those Hannahs. Hannah, okay, so, okay. The, the I'm Hannahs. This too. <laughs> so, okay. Hannah and Karen. So, but no, but this one, they called her uh, Karen. Why are we like this? <laughs> they called this one Karen Durant. So, oh, cause she was <laughs> uh, sh- okay. Don't my, my 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 little sure story. Okay, so they're at a farm farm. Uh, they're at a family barbecue, and you know you can see that the black kids want to mess around with the the old you know Karen and mess up her ankles. And Karen has her shades on, and she's not gonna have it. She's like, COVID is here, but I still got my handles. Mm-hmm. So she crosses this little boy and cr- and scores on him with her shades on. And I was like, you go, Karen. You go, Karen. I bet she walked off after that. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. I still got it. But in all humor, I don't think it's a slur. I think it's a, a genius, whoever's behind the Karen account. So somebody comes up to you and calls you Tyrone, is it still funny? I mean, depends what I'm doing. But it depends who's saying it. It, it, it. But it also depends what I'm doing. Like, if, give me an example. If you're like, um, eating, going back for like your fifth sample at Sam's, you know, and stuff in your face. Oh, look See, at that Tyrone. I don't call people Karens in front of their face. <laughs> it does not make it any better. It doesn't. It doesn't. I simply look at the video 
and I am thoroughly entertained. Don't act like you ain't. And I keep scrolling and I can't stop because it's all things I've never seen. Like I knew this existed, but now we it's never actually saw recorded. Them close. <laughs> now it's actually recorded. I'm like, it's just not me. Okay, other people have experienced Karens, <laughs> and that's what is bringing the bond of just pure humor. I think we need actually in this time we yeah. do need our comedians, yeah. the Dave Chappelle's, the Kevin yeah. Hart's, yeah. to come out. And just kind of, you know, release the tension, the the tenseness of it. Not to take away from the what's going on. Let's tackle the issue, but we need those creative people to come out. Kendrick, where's the album? Uh, I think he's. I think he's in. The, he's in the lab. Right. I, I really I, do. I, I think th- th- this is the time to do something like that. This is also the time to see that this is a global pandemic. Racism right. is not just in the United States. Right, right. It's all over. Mm-hmm. Tribalism. There's so many different things. Colorism. Isms, colorism. Yeah. You know, uh, you're more special if you're light skin. You're more special if you're dark skin. You're more special if you're from this state right. over that state. Right. I mean, all these things exist. Right. And I think that you can't tackle an issue like racism over 1960 was only like 50, 60 years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, these kind of issues are going to be dealt with generationally. Right. And also, we have to see that they're rooted in sin. They're not rooted in just a, they were taught that. Mm-hmm. It's somebody having the mindset that I, I am okay with killing a black, a black boy. I'm okay with killing a black man. I'm okay with killing, killing a black woman. Mm-hmm. And the, the offense that we take in is that we have to do something now in mm-hmm. retaliation. Right. I was talking to Tweety earlier and um, I was just saying, you know, it feels like people want to do something and you have to respect it. You know, people want to do something, but it seems like we're being a lot more action oriented than solution oriented. Um, because I, the people who are going to the, the caucuses and the precincts and whatever else and saying like, look, yeah, like something needs to be done. I, I, I stand behind those people because they're going to the source and they're seeking the change. But if you are just kind of aimlessly like just doing something because you're mad and you're frustrated and nobody is taking that away from you that, yeah, we get it. Like we get it. We get it, but things cannot be condoned out of mad- madness and frustration and anger. Um, um, you were talking about how do how are businesses handling the shift in their customers and the response they should have? Like, what message are you putting out to the people mm-hmm. as far as what side you're gonna stand on? Because people are saying you either gonna ride with us or you off the boat. Mm-hmm. Like, we not we not carrying you mm-hmm. because. At this point, people are saying enough is enough. We're either going to you're either going to join this movement or you're off of it. And my question back to whoever this coalition is, (laughs) is what movement? What what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Can we have a meeting? Can we have a meeting? Invite Cicely Tyson. I don't know how much longer we have her. Oh, wow. Call. Do a do a roll call Mm -hmm. on your leaders. Mm hmm. Especially community leaders, we 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 are good to call the celebrities, but they don't live in your community. I'm, oops, ooh, I said ooh, it. Ooh 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 ooh. Y'all you, waking up LeBron James from his nap. Beyonce, that Beyonce video. I'ma say this, Beehive. 
Look, I mean, I don't know how deep into the podcast y'all like. Y'all might already not like us. That's fine. But I feel like I saw her blink three times in that entire video. I have questions. <laughs> Was that a hologram? No, it wasn't. It's a filter. It's a filter that they have. Uh-huh. Um, but I believe that we have to stand on the word of God. You don't like it. It's okay. You don't believe in it. That's your problem. I believe in the word of God. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it tells me to stay steadfast in my faith, mm-hmm. to uh, continue to trust and believe. I mean, every every disciple was persecuted at some point. Right. Tried, tried. You know, they they went through their tribulations. Paul was in jail most of his life. Mm. Paul was also a murderer. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's so many. How do I say this? There's so many things that we don't know why. Yeah. They're happening, right? But we can't lose our faith in the midst of not knowing. Mm-hmm. Let's pray together. Let's walk with one another. Let's let's figure this thing out together. But as believers, I can't I can't rally in people who are already on the outskirts. I'm talking to the believers as believers. And I really want to say this, and I'm going to say it again at the end because I want to just reinforce it. But um, we, the Hustle Blends team, Tweety and Patrice, MDC podcast hosts, whatever you want to refer to us as, we want to pray with you. Um, we're not here to just talk to you or talk at you or um, just be, you know, a little light and fun conversation on Monday. Like we want to be, um, we want to be, we care about all of your souls, um, simply put. So um, if you have a prayer request, you don't have to be, um, you can tell us what it is that you want prayer for. You can just say, pray for me, um, DM us, you know, or, um, we'll figure out a way to keep it organized and cute, but, um, email us, email us at hustleblends.com. Seriously. We want to pray for you. We really do. It's a lot going on out there. Everybody has their own bags packed and we really do want to, um, just lift you up seriously. Right. And, And we know that, I mean, if you're part of this community, we're going to keep it 1,000 every single time. And we're also going to um, bring you into the fold and, and, and walking with you through the steps of repentance is that if that's where you're at mm-hmm. into baptism, if that's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, where the Holy Spirit is leading you, never be shy to reach out to us, letting us know um, how we can better assist you further into walking in faith, walking in business, walking in entrepreneurship, whether it's just, hey, look, what's my first step? Right. Where do I go? This is an open community for anybody who is willing to learn mm-hmm. and grow with us. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, let's jump into the relationship talk. Yeah. So this whole week... um, I think I talked about it a little bit last week. I was like, you know, I have moments where I am problematic, right? Like, Tweety, control your wife. Now I'm just playing. That's an inside, inside joke. You had, to, <laughs> you had to be there to know it. But um, just kind of loading some things um, just in myself. And I was looking at Tweety. I literally spent a night. This is, like, too creepy for a podcast. But um, I literally spent a night and I couldn't get any sleep. And I was just, like, looking at him. And um, I'm really thankful for you. I'm seriously thankful for you. And it, the, I think it could have been a combination of everything going on in the world and everything. But I was just like, man, I love this man. Um, 
And so I then checked myself and this is going to be like, you know, too raw for TV, but I realized that there have been areas in my life where like I, as a woman, as a wife, I don't ever want somebody to come to the table to you about something that I haven't already uplifted you about at home, Mm. you know? And so in certain areas, I realized that a lot of the dysfunction that I have like let come like let stay in my baggage um I oftentimes like don't I don't clap for you enough and I don't celebrate you enough and I I know I tell you every day I love you I tell you I love you 120 times a day but I, I I don't want um I know you don't get it a lot outside of these doors like I know I man I I am not trying to do this um like, I know the world isn't clapping for you all the time, you know? I know they're not. And I love you, your family loves you, but I just I just want you to hear it from me, you know? Oh, no, that, <laughs> that I see you. Oh. And I, I just, you know, sometimes going to that whole, like, angry black woman thing, you know, that people... The misnomer for women who have been hurt or have been disappointed or just don't know how to properly um, express themselves or don't know how to communicate or what the list goes on and on. And sometimes like if I'm in my bag deep enough, like I got a man who loves me, who's like laying right next to me. And sometimes I'm like, Ugh, whatever, you know, but I do that. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like. You go out to work or you go do business somewhere or you go meet somebody and then they they could be sizing you up and not even know your full potential. But I just want you to know right here from me, your wife, I see you. I love you 100 percent. Well, I love you, too, babe. And I want you to know that that you do applaud me, that I do feel that at home. Um, And I think this time that we're living in is just reminding us of, of what is important. And sometimes we take the things that are right in front of us as uh, not as important because it's always there. And that's one thing I strive to always do, knowing that, you know what, tomorrow is truly not promised. So whoever I get on the phone call with, I'm going to give them my full Tweety. I'm going to be Tweety with them. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be a a part of myself. And I think with you, that's what I try to do. And I want you to know that you're loved, too. And that you are cherished, that you are my queen. And I do see you um, every day. And I I think you're beautiful. I think you're awesome. I think you are specifically meant for me. And uh, we're getting real cute up on this. Like, y'all, this is not. It was not planned. We don't do this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, okay. We bounced back. We back. (laughs) No, but seriously. If you have somebody in your life, we we back. We're yeah, we're back, back guys. We, we we're back. Little, Woo! That was close. Little, <laughs> you know, a little romantic. To, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but anyway, <laughs> back to where we were. I believe that if you have somebody in your life right now, I don't care if you're single or not. If you have your mom in your life, yeah. if you have your father in your life, if you appreciate have your cousin, them. appreciate them and show them that you care. Don't wait for the casket to close and start crying. Wow. You know, don't wait for the roses to give to your wife when you messed up. Like, just give her roses now. Like, don't wait for a holiday for any of that. Right. You know, be um, 
be thankful for where you are, the things right. that you have. Take care of those things first before you start asking for new things. You know, I really want to touch on, um, as y'all just witnessed, which was not planned, like if there was a way, I, I don't even want to edit it out. I don't even want to edit it out because for some reason, some way, that's going to do something for somebody and I don't know what. But anyway, um, one of our things that has been like a thing for us is like, we are super like, we're, we're the best of friends. And so sometimes when things get super, super mushy between us, even though they're supposed to be because like, he's not my brother, he's my husband. Um, I It gets uncomfortable for me. Um, and I don't know why it gets like that. It's nothing that Tweety does or doesn't do. It's just like, a, if I don't know if it's like an insecurity. I don't know if it's like a shell, but I just am not always willing to be just this delicate just (laughs) I just I just I don't know and I guess um maybe I tell myself like you know I just want my husband to know the real me like I think I always tell myself that like I always want you to know like who I am in my worst moment like I don't ever want to surprise you like oh who's that like I never want you to do that and so I that's been not a struggle for us necessarily, but that's something that my husband has let me know. Like, you know, like I I love that I could kick it with you and we could talk and everything, but like you are not my homeboy. You know, you are my wife. Right. And I think those are things that you grow into as you are building your relationship and even being able to have that open conversation. Now nah, I need you in a couple more dresses. I need you to have your makeup. I need you to be on 10. It's okay. <laughs> like, I, you know, because... Yeah. What you understand about marriage is like, you know, you get what you get, what you put in into marriage. Right. If you think marriage is work, that's exactly what it's going to be. Right. You're going to be waking up and clocking in and be like, oh, it's you again. All right. Trying to clock out. (laughs) Yeah. Let's try to be happy. Yeah. Then clock out. No, like marriage is something that I believe it's the most funnest. I know that's not proper English, but it's the funnest (laughs) um, thing to do in life. Because I think God has put us together because so many of our strengths and weaknesses are matched, Mm -hmm. are matched together really well. And only God could have tailor made us for each other the way he did. Mm -hmm. And it's not by coincidence. It's not by happenstance. It's no magic Leo sign and cancer. None of this foolishness that goes on with people who are like, well, that's why he crazy. That's why she. No, God. Um, And I think it's. It's something that I admire about our relationship is that we are able to tell each other, no, like, you know what, Tweety, those pants, that's not it. Yeah. Or, you know what, Tweety, like, I, I, need, I, need, I need the six-pack right back. I, I need it, <laughs> you know, I need it right back. Because <laughs> we have to be okay to say to each other what we need. Yeah. Because if we can't do that, then what can we do? Yeah. How then can you keep your rail like, well, babe, you know, shave your legs, whatever it is. Yeah. If I can't tell my wife that, why am I bending corners to trying to tell her the real? Mm-hmm. Like, she know she need to do it. Mm-hmm. I know she need to do it, but mm-hmm. nobody wants to speak up. Mm-hmm. Who's leading who? Right. No, babe, we need to pray. Right. You know, and a lot of men, like, that's why, once again, Journal for Dreamers. That's why <laughs> I wrote the book, because a lot of men are fearful of leading. Mm-hmm. They're fearful of leading because it's going to show the flaws in them. Leadership shows you your flaws so that the other person can see that even through the flaws, you're still pursuing Mm -hmm. Christ. Even Mm -hmm. through the flaws, you're still growing and you've progressed. Mm -hmm. And I think leadership opens your heart to vulnerability. Right. 
to sure. speak the the truth right. and not have to sugarcoat. I'm like, well, babe, like you know, you, you stepping on this scale, but we we need we we got this. We got to go to the yeah. gym harder. Yeah, yeah. That you know, part, yeah. I can't lie to you and tell you that you've been going hard. You might tell that to yourself, right. but when you don't come <laughs> to me, I'll be like, no, like don't yeah. even step on, don't waste your time. I want to talk a little bit about just carrying a form of shame into your marriage. Mm. Um, be it, you know, big or small, you know. Ooh, this going to be a this going to be a good podcast. I already feel it. I okay. mean, like Come this on, is, might as well. Let's go deep. Let's know, go. Um I think that like we our first episode airing the podcast, it was like sorry for the wait. You know, we talked about our, you know, weight and images and, you know, things you prefer, things you want, how you communicate that, blase blase. But I think that sometimes we can create a barrier, even in our intimacy, um, if we are carrying shame that that person doesn't know about, you know, Mm. like, and you, I remember how I talked, I said, you know, I don't keep no secrets from my husband. You know, I I stand by that, but also I I can't a hundred percent say that I don't keep secrets from him if I kept secrets from myself. Mm, right you know what i'm saying like that for me i did not see like for a long time not even admittedly but would think like oh if you are a certain weight by default he will like you more at this weight you know by default i was like that in my singleness i was like oh you know you know i I didn't mind being a little thicker or whatever but like when it was like i know like in my mind i told myself attraction off if you are gaining this much weight, that's that's what I would tell myself about myself. Mm-hmm. And so um, I realized that sometimes when you have that, when you have your own burdens and your own um, things that you're carrying and dealing with um, and you feel less attractive because of it, that goes into the intimacy and you just you know you're trying to you know you're trying to wham bam it on the tuesday night and you just like man like i just don't feel sexy i don't feel wanted i don't feel mm. this i don't feel that we could burn all the candles we could wear the the moo-moos that we want to wear <laughs> we could do all this you know but like if i don't feel it i'm carrying a form of shame you know what i'm saying and that my husband doesn't know i'm carrying like he don't know that i'm over here feeling like you know um, Ursula the Sea Witch, but like, <laughs> but you're still trying to bust it down. Yeah, you know, you're still trying to push them. Shout out to all the ladies that there have that have pushed through no matter what. Not <laughs> Ursula. <laughs> you know, um, man, it can be it can be difficult to have certain conversations with yourself, and that's why conversations don't happen with your spouse. I believe on a man perspective, when you come to when you talk about things that we hide in um, the dark Mm -hmm. or things that we just block off and we forget happen. um, One of those things is soul ties. A lot of men don't want to talk about the soul ties they've endured Mm -hmm. when they have laid down with another woman that never became their wife. And what kind of trauma that may come along with. We use this word very loosely Mm -hmm. in the world. But what I mean by trauma is that there isn't a, a remnant of what happened in your mind still lingering mm. and you're not able to shake that off therefore you are running to pornography or you're running to uh different things that you did with somebody else and you trying to, you yeah. know you're yeah. taking your mind yeah. and you're warping the idea of sex and that's not what it was created for right. so a lot of men endure this even with abuse mm-hmm. and now i can speak for me I, I'm now able to speak for myself and be bold bold and vocal about it right. that you know when I was younger there was a young lady that 
forced herself onto me and it caused a trigger in my mind for emotion to be turned off Mm -hmm. because in my mind it was just another thing to do Mm -hmm. it's what what we men do because it's available right and so i never looked at it as a emotional bond i never looked at it as a uh something that man and wife do like i always looked at it like i mean everybody can do it Mm. But once I biblically learned that this is specifically for a husband and wife, this is specifically for people who are uh, married, I started to see that what had happened to me was a uh, put me in a spiritual bondage mm. to where I wasn't able to show my emotions. I still struggle mm. some days to like really showcase some of my emotions because some days it's just not there. I don't know mm. why. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's that stronghold or whatever was there trying to appear back but i know that god has already freed me from it Mm. and i know it's the enemy trying to remind me constantly of what happened and bring shame like you talked about into my life Mm -hmm. because if it could bring into my life it could bring into our marriage right Right. you know and a lot of men need to just open up to some of those things that may have happened to them what not not that it has to be that but pornography that there is some um ties to a demonic realm with that even just you know i think the very politically correct way would be to say serial dating but the real 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 one out there is you know you just you know you out here just you goosing a Mm. lot you know what i mean like and we put so much shame on the women yeah we put so much shame on um the things that they've endured and we don't really start from the head like we're not teaching i always stand on this we're not teaching our young men to not have sex before marriage yeah we're not teaching them that you know what you you need to court this woman you need to know her Mm -hmm. you're having children with a woman you don't know and you're wondering why there's issues you're having several children with women that you don't know and you're mm-hmm. wondering why there's still anger in them and mm-hmm. anger in you anger in your in children, children anger yeah. in the next generation because now they're lost yeah and this is not for all cases but mm-hmm. i'm saying as believers yeah we have to come to a standpoint and say enough is enough my child will know that this is not okay mm-hmm. not that they won't do it mm-hmm. but i will set a precedence i will set a point mm-hmm. to let them know what Said what thus says the Lord right. when it comes to this. Right, right. I think that um, we tend to, in the Christian community, talk around um, purity and around saving yourself from marriage. We just tell people, don't do it, that's it. You know, and so what comes out of that is a lot of questions of like, why? What do I do? What if I find somebody I like? What if I find somebody who I think is going to be that person? Or what if I don't even want to be married? What if I don't see myself married? What do I do if I have these very natural urges? I believe that all those questions need to be taken to God first. Take those questions to God as far as who you are. You'll find it in him. What you're supposed to do, you'll find it in him. But if you never have a conversation with Jesus, once again, I'm plugging the book, it's is right there yeah. having conversations with Jesus talking to him in your in, in your prayer time and letting him know where you're at I talked to Jesus about Patrice <laughs> what you be talking about what you be talking about I was like Lord if she's not the one please get rid of her dang even get today her. no no this is when we were dating oh my like, gosh sweetie yeah, yes yes you were praying about oh, okay and were praying yeah about. you were prayed about and not in the form of 
well, I don't want her. Mm-hmm. I love this woman. Yeah. I want to be with this woman. But if this woman is not for me, Lord, show me a sign. Mm-hmm. Lord, show me the way. Mm-hmm. I want her to be the one. Show me that too. Yeah. And guess what? God kept, it was a green light every single time. Mm-hmm. Like, look, I already told you, yes, what you waiting on? Mm-hmm. What you waiting on? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, those conversations were hard yeah. to have with Christ. I told him one day I got out of my dorm. I, I think I told you before. I got out my dorm and I was like, dang, like, I, I, think, I think I met my wife. Like, this is early on in our stages of mm-hmm. dating. Um, and I was like, I, I think I met my wife. Um, I just need confirmation. Mm-hmm. So I opened up my Bible and I, I read the word. And I, I like to take notes back in the day mm-hmm. um, with sticky notes. and st- uh, They're still them. in his Bible yeah, today. Yeah, still in my Bible from 2014, 15. And, and I wanted it to serve as a reminder of what God can do. And what he did for me then, he could do it for me again. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I, I wrote those notes, which I, I, I do need to keep safe. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I, I wrote those notes and I said, God, I'm going to walk out this room. And I want you to let me know through anything. I don't care if it's the wind that blows me real hard. <laughs> that this is the woman for me. Mm-hmm. And I walked to uh i was in texas women's i walked to the cafeteria and this man of god just stopped me he's like wait a minute um how are you doing today and and i was like oh man this is random just i mean he's doing church ministry at Mm. college i mean he's just there Mm. and he was like i can see that you're struggling with the decision like who sent you (laughs) and i was like okay just listen shut up shut up tweety listen yeah and he was like open up your bible and he opened it directly at what I read and I was like confirmation I don't need he didn't even like he knew but he didn't know Mm -hmm. because in my eyes I was like I got I gotta take off I didn't even go to class that day I went straight to the uh, cafeteria ate my food and went back home and I I just started thanking God because it's not something I was looking for it found me You know, I wasn't looking for a wife. I really wasn't. I wasn't looking for a husband either. And it was just something that happened because I agreed with what God was telling me and confirming. And all I said was, yes, Lord. And I think that's why, you know, whenever we've been asked about like, you know, what can you say to singles about who want to be married? Like, honestly, (laughs) I don't even know because we weren't necessarily like looking for each other. Um, we were in no shape or form. <laughs> we were not in the condition yeah, to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to be, be anybody's anything. Right. But it just, it, it happened. And mm-hmm. um, we grew into the people, you know, that we needed for each other. I don't think we started off like that. And people discount your growth because they, people are always going to see your potential. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that about hmm. other people. They will always see your potential. You add in text, ain't you? Oh, yeah. They will never discredit the potential that's in you. Mm. But it's one thing to see the potential and another thing to see the results, mm. the growth, the, oh, you made it past where I saw or I thought you would be at. Mm. And that's what intimidates some people is the fact that, wait a minute, I, I knew you was great, but this? Mm-hmm. I knew you'd be, you know, doing something, but now, Mm -hmm. so it becomes a challenging thought in people's mindset of you weren't who I thought you would be. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's where you give all the glory to God. Amen. Nobody thought David would be king. Right. Because, oh, congratulations, you killed Goliath. That was pretty dope. That's pretty That cool. was cool. That's good for you. Um, <laughs> I mean, nobody's ever done that, but, like, I mean, somebody going to kill another giant. I yeah, mean. yeah. And that's how I feel sometimes. It's like, oh, you, you did that. That's, that's another cool. giant, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> what I've learned is, like, you know, you praise God. Like, David was so good. People ask, like, he, he killed people or he killed a person. David did this. He did that. And, like, and they're like, why does God still talk about his heart? Because he had repentance in his heart he wasn't gloating in his sin Mm -hmm. he knew that he wasn't good enough he knew Mm -hmm. that without god he wasn't worthy it was a different level of relationship and i think that's what i aim for with god is knowing that i won't meet the mark by myself and that's what he is looking for in you as a man and you as a woman is that all right you go out there thinking you got it do what you need to do see what happens and someday you'll be like the prodigal son. You're going to come back. Come like, right back. And you know what he said? You, do you even have a just, just, I don't even want you back in my life as a father. I want you can as. Can I have a job? Yeah. Can I have a, <laughs> can I have a yob? Yeah. A yob. <laughs> can I just have a yob, please? Put me and, on payroll. And, and, and <laughs> the payroll. prodigal son is talking about us, y'all. Like, don't, don't get it twisted. Yes, mm-hmm. it's, it's metaphoric in a lot of ways, but it's talking about us, the world. Right. Right now, we don't deserve his grace. We don't deserve his mercy. He's yet still showing it to America. Mm-hmm. He's yet still letting us lead in so many different areas. I don't even know how because we are some of the... Never mind. Yeah. We are not as put together as we... Our, we're standing on our ancestors' work. Yeah. On the prayers from grandmothers. Right. Yeah. And I'm I'm saying to you as creatives, as as people God, I think we're gonna jump straight into ad tax. My ad tax is this. Boy, you own it. As creatives, as believers, what stamp of approval are you going to put on your name? Hmm. Are you going to be like Joshua and say, As for me in my house? Amen. Come on. As for me and my house, we will trust in the Lord. As for me and my house, we will believe in him. We won't act in violence. We won't loot. We won't stand behind that because standing behind it is just as good as doing it. Right. And then lastly, I just want to just say that the growth that you are seeking is found in the obedience you will have in God. Saying, yes, Lord. Being like Samuel, taking on the task. Nobody wants to write this book. I'll write the book, Lord. Mm. Nobody wants to do the podcast. I'll I'll do do the podcast. Nobody wants to do the videos. I'll do the videos. Nobody want to stand up for what is right. I'll use whoever. I'll use the media uh, person that you thought was not going to be speaking about God. And you're like, wait a minute. Where's God coming from this person? God use anybody. Yeah. So don't be out here hating that she's still standing firm on what God told her. Amen. Amen. So I stand with you, sister. You know, I, I stand with you and I'm letting you know that that is the way. Mm-hmm. Right. Attacks over. <laughs> First of all, I just like when you get going like that. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it after we stop recording. But, <laughs> um, anyway, um, mine is... I think it's simple. Um, We get busy, y'all. 
sometimes we get busy with nothing. You know, we work hard. We work on business. We have our spouses, our families. We have to make phone calls. We got to check on people and everything. And um, I just want to encourage everybody to um, just never neglect the work that needs to be done with you. Um, continue doing the heart checks. Continue to to continue to see what's in your heart. You know, sometimes we think we're doing so good because we're just moving and, oh, the book is out. Oh, the business is doing good. Oh, the marriage is great. But then it's like heart check. What's in your heart? Constantly submit that thing back to God. Constantly ask God, Lord, how am I, how am I, am I pleasing in your sight? Am I, is it, is it looking okay right now? Just the assessment. Um, and I ask you that when you're assessing those things, because I used to have a bit of a, of an obsession with um, over assessing myself and not really giving room for the growth or not even giving God the glory for the victories that I had obtained at that moment because I was so busy trying to find faults and things I was doing because I didn't want to take a misstep. But God doesn't need you over here over monitoring um, the growth that he has set for you. So you need to just go ahead and lean into it. Trust God. It's a trust fall. It's faith. <laughs> and just keep on walking with them. So um, mine is heart checks. And another thing, and it's going to be just very brief, is go, my husband, my husband dis- deposited this one in me, um, is go harder than you did before. You're doing good, but you can do great. <laughs> You're doing all right, but you could be better. So um, it, not to say, you know, overexert yourself in an area that's not fruitful, but do the work in the area God wants you to do. He may just want you to do a few more heart checks this week. He may want you to call somebody and say, hey, man, like, how you doing? And you ain't talked to that person in months. Um, he may just want you to to go and minister to somebody on your street. You just never know. And so be in position to be used. That's it. Amen. So with that being said, we're going to pray mm-hmm. for uh, um, the families of those who've been affected by racism um, any ism you can think about, colorism, right. um, and the deaths that have been happening due to the pandemic and uh, the riots and things that are happening. Um, so let's pray. Um, dear Father, God in heaven, Lord, we pray. We pray in this hour, Lord, that you may heal this land, that you may uh, purify us, God, sanctify us, God, use us in your holy way, Lord, to be representatives, to be secret agents, God, in the midst of violence, in the midst of confusion, in the midst of riots, in the midst of uh, hate, Lord, that we may stand in the gap and stand in love, that we may trust what you say, God, and nothing else, Lord, that we may be led by your Holy Spirit, Lord. Lord, I come to you, God, humbly before you, asking that as for this family, Lord, we will stand for you, Jesus. We will stand for who you you are. We will uh, not reject your name because of anything that is going on. We will not reject your name, God. We will not hate on anybody else or anything else, Lord, just because we don't understand. Lord, we asking God for forgiveness in our hearts, Lord, that our posture towards you, Lord, may be that of peace, may be that of love, may be that of understanding, may be that of uh, just showcasing to your people, Lord, that we can live a life without sin, that we can live a life, God, that is full of you, that we may exhibit your Christ-given love that you gave on Calvary to the world. Lord, that you you've said, forgive them for they not know what they did, what they do, Lord. 
and, and, and even in that statement, God, we can see that the world needs this forgiveness, Lord. They need you, God. They need you more than ever. God, to be reminded that almost over 2,000 years ago, you died on a cross, Lord, you, that Lord. you still exhibited love in the midst of pain, in the midst of anguish, in the midst of being hurt, being spat on, being bruised from uh, your side to your back, Lord. We ask, God, that we may learn from you, Lord, that we may become just like you, Lord, in this season and be bold. Whether we uh, get seen, whether we don't get seen, God, that you will be before us. Lord, we ask for anybody who's hearing this prayer at the sound of our voice, Lord, that they may be delivered from any anxiety, Thank they may be Lord. delivered from any depression, yes. any any signs of uh, 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 loneliness, Lord. Any, suicidal ideation. Any suicidal oh ideation, Lord. Thank any you, Lord. any hatred, God. Any any um, uh, unfocused thought. Any unfocused membrane, God, that is going on Lift up your people, in in oh their minds, Thank Lord. You, may Lord. you continue, God, to wash us anew, Thank wash you. us new, God. Make us clean. Make us white as snow, God. Purify us, sanctify us, God. Purge those things that are not of you from our hearts. Lead us into um, a, a new generation, God, men and women who are after your own heart, Lord, that are not after names, that are not after titles, Lord, that are not after and uh, uh, seeking what the world has for them, God, because we know that, Lord, that the world will go astray. Lord, we know that weeping may endure in the night, but joy will truly come in the morning, Lord. We stand on the word of faith. We stand on the word of truth. We stand on who you are, Jehovah. We know that you are king of kings. We know that you will come again, God, for a full church, a church that is whole, God, a church, God, that will stand on your word like truly never before. Lord, we ask that we uh, put, put aside those things that easily beset us, Lord, and let us carry the armor of truth, the word that, that sanctifies and cleans us and purifies us, Lord. Lord, we ask that in this hour, Lord, we're praying for the families that have been impacted by COVID-19. Lord, we ask that those who have uh, uh, had lo loved ones who have died because of it, Lord, that you may cover their hearts, that you may strengthen anybody who has died in this season, Lord, that you may strengthen their family, God, the children that they've left behind, the, the wives that they've left behind, Lord, the husbands that they... Uh, uh, have, have have left behind, Lord. May you continue, God, to strengthen them, God. Lord, the numbers continue to add up, God, but we know that you're stronger than numbers, Lord. You're wiser than any scientist. You're wiser than any doctor, Lord. But God, we also cover those doctors, Lord. We ask that you strengthen them in, in the faith as well, Lord, that you may give them the patience to uh, find a cure, God, that you may guide us, Lord, in this season that we may live and not die. Lord, we ask that you continue Continue to be with each church, Lord, that you strengthen it and you don't divide, God. Those, th you, those divisive ways of the enemy, Lord, you, Lord, will not separate the body of Christ. Lord, that we will stand for what is true. Yes. Lord, that we will not the enemy will not let the enemy divide us, God, from a black and white side yes. or even, God, from a sin and not sinful side because Thank we know, you. God, that all men have sinned. Lord, but you are the one who has given us righteousness. You are the one who has washed away our sins. So in this very season, God, we empty ourselves. We're used, we are uh, asking God to use us, God. We are vessels for you. 
Lord, may you carry us through. May you carry this message of faith. May you carry this message of this podcast, Lord, that it's not about a million dollars, but it's a million dollars worth of what you're ready to offer us, God, what you've already given to us, which is number. We can't even put a number to it, God, the work that you have put inside of us through your blood. Lord, so may you continue, God, to touch everybody that listens to this podcast. May you watch over their families, Lord. May you impact the communities. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We love y'all. Love y'all. Have a safe week. Um, whether you're protesting, you're out there, um, do it in peace. Walk boldly for Jesus. And... Um, Please be safe. Bye.